If you're thinking about taking an editing course or you've taken an editing course and you've seen a bit of improvement in your editing, but it hasn't really helped you with your career, then this episode is just for you. All right, let's get on with it. All right, welcome back to the video editing podcast from Unsplice. I'm your host, Shiny. I'm the lead trainer and founder of Unsplice. And if you are new around here, then welcome. Thank you very much for joining me. And if you're not new, then I do hope that you're subscribed because I miss you when you're not around. And it'd be great to have you here every single week. So make sure you subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, you know what to do. If you're listening on your podcast app of choice, I'm pretty sure you know what to do there as well. Um, And it would be lovely if you're listening on a podcast, if you could leave a review. Thank you so much, by the way. Now, today is an episode about something quite close to my heart because about seven years ago, something like this, I was looking for an editing course. I wanted to, I'd been editing for, yeah, about seven plus years at this point. So I was a very experienced editor and I wanted to know what was separating me, what was holding me back? What was the difference between me and an expert video editor? What did I need to learn to get there? And so I took a course, it was good. Cut like a pro. And you've probably heard this story before. It was a two-day in-person course with two really well-respected film editors in London. And over the course of the two days, I'll save you the the long story. I'll give you the abridged version. Over the course of the two days, I learned nothing. And these guys were experts in their field. And I learned nothing. And this is not me bigging myself up in any way. It's just me saying that even the experts could not articulate what it was, what the difference, what the gap was between my skill set and their skill set. And they really struggled to communicate their process. And it really just, it took me down. It disheartened me completely. Not only because I paid good money for this course and I learned nothing from it, but because it seemed out of reach. It seemed unattainable. The fact that if I wanted to know how to cut like a pro, it was not a thing that was um, tangible. It it couldn't be calculated. There wasn't a step-by-step process or a path in order to achieve that. And it was incredibly frustrating and demotivating. Well, over the years, I have developed a passion to help editors in exactly the same position, no matter whether they've been editing for six, seven years or six months, and help editors like you develop this and find that path and find the steps to achieve the goals and make sure they can hit them at those times. Uh, That was the, the catalyst for that. And that's where I am now. And that is now 
unsplice. So here we are. And so editing courses, that editing course was the trigger for me wanting to build, could communicate with the editing community that there are steps, there are processes that you can take, steps that you can follow a path to achieve your goals and edit like a professional. And if nobody else can figure it out, well, then I will. And so and talk, I want to talk to you today about editing courses themselves and why they're flawed. And you might be thinking to yourself, but hang on, Shiny, isn't Unspice Pro an editing course? Well, no. And I guess we'll get onto that as the episode progresses. Um, but I would love to share with you why editing courses are terrible. In the current landscape, I'm not saying that they are, in general, courses are a bad idea, but I'm saying in the current landscape, the offers that are out there are terrible. And one of the main reasons that is so is because they are a one and done thing. So what do we mean by that? Well, an editing course has a beginning and an end. You start, you finish, great you've completed the course. Now you've learned how to edit whatever that film was that you had access, whatever footage you had access to for that course. What are you going to do with that knowledge? You're done. You finished the course and that's it. That's the end of it now. So what are you, what are you doing with that? Now you're back to where you were before you started that course, except you've got a few extra bits of knowledge. How do you put that into practice? How do you actually use that in the real world? How does that get you a job? How does that get you a career? How does that improve your situation so that you can work on the kind of jobs that you want to work on? And is what you just learned everything you need to know in order to become a pro, to cut like a pro? Or is everything that you just learned going to get you to intermediate level? So editing courses, they seem logical on the surface. And if you need to learn a new, a new skill, then of course, you're just going to go, oh, yeah, I should get a course. I'll take an editing course. But you realize that all editing courses just teach you um, how to either use the software, so they're technical based, or they teach you how to cut one film. Now, everything else after that, you have to figure out for yourself. It's kind of like a chef learning a recipe for one thing. One recipe for fish soup, for example. You better hope that every single client that comes through the door into your restaurant loves fish soup because otherwise they're going to walk out and they are not coming back. So imagine you had editing clients coming to you and you knew how to cut one film. You better hope that their brief is exactly what that one film that you just cut is. Otherwise, you're going to kind of be a fish out of water. You're not going to be able to deliver to the client exactly what they need. It's going to be an inferior delivery and they're not going to come back because they don't think that you can do what they are asking. So you're back to square one, really, to the point before you had that editing course, before you took that editing course. And... So they kind of teach you everything, but nothing. 
it's like a whitewash. Let's teach you absolutely everything there is to know about editing, um, or even let's teach you uh, A to N and then O to Z. You have to figure out for yourself, or there, you know, take an advanced course. Um, and so that kind of leaves you overwhelmed because you've had to learn, you've had to take on so much information that not much of it sticks. And in order to cover that much information, then you have to teach in sweeping generalities. So you have to be general about absolutely everything so that you can cover every possible scenario. And by doing that, the lessons that you're learning are mediocre at best, because every situation requires a different set of skills. And if you're not learning those specific skills for that specific situation, then you're not going to be able to tackle that challenge to the best of your abilities or to the best, deliver that uh, to the best it could possibly be. You're going to deliver it at a very, at a very general level because you've learned at a general skill set. That's one of the things that I really dislike about editing courses. And one of the things, certainly for me, uh, your memory might be better, but I always find that it's really, really difficult to remember absolutely everything from an editing course, especially if you cram it. If you wanna like do it in a weekend, then you'll do it and then you finish and you deliver the edit. And then you're like, oh, what did I learn? How do you actually implement that into your next project? And uh, because you've learned so much information all at once, you can't absorb all of that. It's scientifically proven that 90 minutes is the longest your brain can go. Your brain can learn anything and retain information. After that 90 minutes, your brain pushes out the earlier information. So that's definitely something worth considering. 90 minute bouts is the scientifically backed recommended duration to do any kind of learning. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time because you're gonna push out all that previous information. Now I can definitely say from my own experience that that stands true and now that you know that information, maybe the next time you do a little practicing or try to learn something or try to read anything, uh, keep that in mind and see if you can remember anything past that 90 minute window. One of the other main things that I, um, that I really dislike about editing courses is because they are self-actuated. They are do-it-yourself, you sit there, you watch a video, you do the things. And what if you're doing it a certain way, but actually there's a better way of doing it. And you have been doing it the way that you've been doing it because you taught it yourself from the early days, from, from the day you first started cutting, you have taught yourself video editing and nobody told you, actually, you can just like do that click, that click and that click, and you can do the same thing. Well, now all of a sudden you become efficient. You're a lot more efficient. You can deliver projects quicker. 
you spend less brain power on the process of editing, um, you can stay in the flow a lot easier. But if you didn't know that, because nobody taught you, because you taught yourself and you've just been watching videos online and doing editing courses online by yourself, then you won't have the opportunity. You'll miss out on that. And that is definitely something that you can only do if you have somebody to share, to share your editing space with, to share your time with, to show, okay, is there a better way of doing this? Can I do this? I've been doing it this way. Is there a better way? Or I've been trying to achieve this and it seems to be taking a long time. Or the client wants me to achieve this in this really short period of time. Is it even possible? Because it normally takes me twice as long. Well, yes, it is. Now, all of a sudden, if you have somebody more experienced to help you, you can totally do that. Yeah, here's how you do it. Ding, 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 ding. These are the ways you do it. Good luck on your way. You don't get that kind of interaction with an editing course. You're very much just plodding along at the same speed as you were prior to the course, except with a few more creative skills or technical skills even. So you can't really identify your own weak spots because you don't know what you don't know. And if the editing course that you are taking doesn't teach you that thing, well, how do you know? Because you don't know what you don't know, so you don't know if they're teaching you absolutely everything. And the one that baffles me the most is we all know, right, that editing is about storytelling. And if you want to get faster, you need to improve your workflow. Okay, great. So now that you finish that course and think about it, if you have taken an editing course, think about the course and the knowledge that you took away from it, what exact points do you remember about storytelling? How many of the points communicated in that course were specifically about storytelling? Because as we said, we know editing is about storytelling. How many were specifically about storytelling and how many can you recollect now, right now, this moment, how many points were given that you can go, yeah, you can explain to another editor that sat next to you without opening any software and going, you could improve your storytelling by this, 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 this. Could you do that? I don't think I've yet met one editor who has taken an editing course who can say to me, oh yeah, well, storytelling is this, 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 and this. And so that is my point with editing courses, they kind of give you sweeping generalities across everything and expect you to kind of um, pick out the bits from memory. Random bits that are dotted, the random pieces of information dotted throughout the entire course. Now let's talk about workflow as well as another example. We know that professional editors have a specific workflow and that workflow helps them edit faster um, make amends and changes faster, respond to client requests faster, and means that the software is more stable to work with. 
and footage is easier to find and all these other great benefits. And we know this, and no matter how long you've been editing for, you know that workflow is important. Well, if you've taken an edit editing course, how many points can you recollect to help you specifically with workflow? Just that. And how long did it take you to take that course? And how many points can you recollect? And how can you tangibly tell me I took that course and it improved my workflow in this, 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 this way? It's rare that you will find a course that communicates that in such a way that you can bullet point all of those. And so that's my biggest, and I think I've probably said this a few times now already on this podcast episode, but that is my biggest gripe is we all know editing is about storytelling. We all know that we need to have an efficient workflow. And so courses don't teach that, don't break down these concepts in the way that editors think. Okay, we need better workflow, great. That's why there's a workflow module in Unspice Pro. Okay, need to learn storytelling. Okay, well, learn the storytelling program in Unspice Pro. That is how we think, that is how editors think. And so we have these editing concepts. We understand as we go into editing and as we learn editing, we understand that there are concepts surrounding the idea of skills in editing. I need to be better at workflow. I need to learn storytelling. Okay, cool. How do you do that? Well, you need a module on workflow. You need a program on storytelling. And if you want to learn how to further your career, well, you need a program designed specifically on career progression. Because that's how our brains work. That is how the art and the skill of editing is broken down. We understand these are the things that we need to work on. So why are editing courses not broken down into these concepts? That is why I dislike editing courses. So what is it you need in order to have an efficient learning experience, video editing learning experience that will actually help you once you've learned those lessons? Well, you need constant check-ins because just doing a course is not going to push the needle. You're going to learn some skills, but you need to be able to implement those in the real world. Implement it on an edit and you need feedback to know that how you've implemented it in this new edit works. Or do you need to go back and relearn some of the concepts again because it hasn't fully landed. That is how you know that what you've learned is actually working because you have check-ins. So you need constant check-ins to make sure that what you're learning is being implemented correctly and efficiently. And that is how you make sure you are on the right path. So you need constant check-ins also to ensure that you are on the right path. And you need to know that you are learning the right things based on your specific situation. If you want to learn video, if you want to learn uh, documentary editing, 
then why would you go and take a course on trailer editing? Or if you want to cut trailers, why would you go and take a course on social media editing? Or just generic editing even? Because those are not going to teach you specific skills for the type of editing that you want to do. So you need to make sure that you're learning the right things for your career path to help you make sure that you are on the right path. And with constant check-ins, you can be sure that you are not developing bad habits. Bad habits are going to bottleneck you. They're going to slow down your progress at a certain point. They're going to slow down the efficiency of your edits. If there's a better way of doing things, why would you not want to do it? But how do you know that unless you have other editors to speak to about that process? And now we, most of us work on our own. We work isolated. And so having that community, having those people to bounce ideas off of and, and speak about processes is really difficult to find. Uh, but they do exist. And um, that is exactly what I'm building with Unsplice Pro. And one of the main things that you really need if you want to progress at a, at a level that is going to benefit you in the long run is you, you need to be able to experiment with different types of genres. You need to be able to try documentary editing, try your hand at branded, branded content, try your hand at trailer editing, try your hand at music videos, see what you like and take those skills from each style of editing and absorb that style so that you can then put that into all of the edits you create. Now, I generally cut commercials and documentaries, but in my early career, I was cutting music videos and music documentaries. I loved cutting music documentaries because it had the best of both worlds. It was documentary. And then if there were some dance scenes, some rave scenes, anything like this, gig scenes, then you could really play with the music editing and ham that up and, and go stylistic with those. And all of that knowledge has fed into my knowledge now. And I use that. I used to also cut trailers as well. And I, I use all of that information whenever I want to cut montages. Super useful skill set when you want to cut montages to have that music video and that trailer editing background. And montages will occur in any type of edit. If you're cutting a, a documentary or even scripted, that knowledge is going to be really, really useful. And I credit it to all the different styles of editing that I cut throughout the years. And so you need a space to be able to experiment with different types of genres and have access to different types of footage in order to do that. Will you find that in one editing course? No, absolutely not. You have to buy loads of different editing courses to try loads of different styles of things. That, of course, is going to stock. It's going to stack up in cost. So each skill that you learn will complement the other. And if you can't identify your own weak spots, then you need somebody to help you identify them for you. And if you're just taking an editing course on your own, of course, you don't get that. And what if you have something that's specific to your particular needs? 
you have a question that you need answering. If you are just taking a Skillshare course, you're not going to be able to get the answer to those questions. And you're going to find yourself stuck because of that. That's going to slow down your progress. So you need immediate answers to complex questions in order to progress at a ever faster pace. And so you can see how editing courses do really fall short when it comes to developing the skills you need to become an in-demand editor. They are too isolated, they're too insular, and you will find yourself developing bad habits and you'll find yourself at a bottleneck because you're not progressing at a level that will get you to where you want to be as fast as possible. It's not efficient. You need somebody who's been through it all before to help guide you, help you on your way, to answer the questions that you have. And you need, uh, you need a community of people to bounce ideas off and share progress, share work that you've been creating, get feedback on it, identify weak spots, improve specifically on those, and then keep improving and compounding those efforts over time so that in six months you'll be editing at a level of somebody who's been editing three years if they were self-taught. And Mike, who's a member of Unspice Pro, what's up Mike? I know you listen to the podcast. Um, he has done exactly that. In six months, he was editing at a level two to three years a self-taught, I see self-taught editors cutting out. It's been an incredible journey to watch him improve in such a rapid pace. Um, so shout out to Mike. Well done, mate. Keep it up. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed my, my, my vent. I hope you share some of my opinions. I'd love to hear what you think. If you've taken an editing course and you thought it was great, send it across. I'd love to check it out. And thank you very much for listening. I hope this has been super useful for you. If you're interested in joining Unspice Pro, head to unspice.com forward slash pro. Otherwise, I will speak to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.